Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 4. Are you there with me? Uh, can we start from verse number 18? No, let's start from verse number 17. From verse 17, can we read together? Romans chapter 4. Yes. I have made thee a father of many nations before whom, whom he stand. Uh -huh. Even God who what? Who quickened the dead and continuously caused those things that don't, don't yet exist as if they already existed. Verse 18. Who? Abraham that is. Who against hope believed in hope that, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. Hold it right there. Just hold right there. He said, according to what? That which was spoken. Everybody say, that which was spoken. I can't hear. Say, that which was spoken. Now, against hope, Abraham believed in hope that he should become what? The father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. Amen? According to that which was spoken. So, Father Abraham believed in what was spoken. Didn't have the Bible. Didn't have the Bible. So he believed in the rhema, the spoken word. You see, in the Old Testament, can you imagine? In the Old Testament, before the law of Moses, somebody believed in the spoken word. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Can you shall praise Lord somebody? Now, if you would then go with me, in this case, Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. We'll be back to Romans chapter 4 in just a minute. Romans chapter 10. Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Uh, can we first take verse number 17? Romans chapter 10. In verse 17, what does it say? So then, come, faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by the spoken word of Christ. The spoken word of Christ. Well, Father Abraham didn't have the spoken word of Christ. You see that? That's why many times the Bible says that the promise that was given to Abraham before the law. That the law coming 400 or 430 years after cannot disannul. In other words, Abraham preceded the law. See, Abraham was not in the old covenant. Amen? Because the covenant came from? Moses. Abraham preceded Moses. You see? So that's how come Abraham is the father of us all Gentiles who were not given the covenant of the law. See? The covenant of the law brought in the Jews. But then we come on the covenant, the Abrahamic covenant that came before the law. Because Abraham preceded the law. Therefore, Abraham is the father of us all by faith. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, back up there. Romans chapter 4. Because the way you're looking at me this morning. Romans chapter 4. Amen. Verse 16. Verse 16. What does verse 16 say? Therefore, it is of faith that it might be what? By grace. Uh-huh. To the end, the promise shall be what? Sure or guaranteed to what? All. The seed, yes, not only that which is of the law, but also, yes, yes, of us all. Did you see that? I mean, I can preach on that verse for three weeks. I'm telling you, three weeks, just by revelation from the Lord. It says, let's read that one more time. He says in verse 16, that's a verse you got to make a notation of because it tells us so many things in that verse. He says, first of all, what? Therefore, it is of faith so that nobody would say, I earned it. You see, faith keeps all the people that know God too much, keeps them outside. It brings people like us who don't know God, who want to know him every day. See, that's what faith does. Faith brings all of us in, everybody who by birth was not qualified, who by covenant was not qualified. Who was a nobody to become a somebody? 
who people had thrown away, who was a thief, who was a robber, who was a murderer, who was, who was a black sheep, who was this and that and the other. Faith brings us, all of us in. And faith does not discriminate because it does not kick out pre-existent conditions. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Faith don't care what conditions you came with. You don't care what diseases you had in your past. You don't care what infirmities you came with. You have God's guarantee that you're welcome to the house of the Lord. You're welcome to the body of Christ. God don't care what dirt you came with. God don't care who messed with you. God don't care what problems you have. He just come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. No pre-existing condition discrimination. Top of that, you don't have to pay a deductible. What you got to lose? What you got to lose? Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, you know why? Because all of us got problems anyway. Don't ever let anybody think, you, I mean, you got so many problems. But how about you? Don't you have your own problems? I mean, you may be talking about me, but I haven't started talking about yours yet. Wait till I get started on you. This is how I praise Lord somebody. Don't get depressed because somebody talked about you. It's just because they're using you to stop talking about themselves. Can you shout amen somebody? See, that's how I deal with them. When I hear someone talk about me so much, it means they got so many problems they're trying to equate me for their problems. See, that's how you respond to that. Don't beat up on yourself every night, not sleeping well, wondering who said what, somebody said this and then the other about you. But hey, wait a minute. How about them? Yeah, thank you, brother. I was wondering. Thank you, Jay. I was wondering when I was going to hear that. Thank you, Jesus. Now, so that's how it goes. Amen. Faith brings everybody. I want you to say everybody. Everybody. You're my brother. You're my sister. Na, 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 na. Everybody's welcome. Nobody. Now, let me tell you something. Nobody here today is more qualified than the other. So what's the big deal? We're just here to enjoy Jesus anyway see if he will show us mercy for this week. That's what this is all about. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? So you come as you are and you come as you wear. Just come unto him. He'll receive you. He'll never cast you asunder. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? And then when he cleanses us, he helps us to now obey his word. You now to obey his word, not according to the law, but according to his grace. So the Bible then says in Romans chapter 4 verse 16, it is of faith so that it will be by grace, which means we don't deserve it. See, it is of faith so that it will be by grace, meaning we don't deserve it. Stop beating up on yourself. I don't deserve it. You don't deserve unmerited favor. You don't merit it. And you stop trying to walk it out. You have walked and walked and walked. It's time to surrender. See, we like to walk. We don't like to surrender. We like to make it happen. We don't like to surrender. It's time to surrender so God can help me. Enough of trying to be in control. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Because it is of faith that it might be by grace. Or of grace. Which means God is saying to us in the New Testament, come on everybody, what you trying to do to yourself? Who do you think you're worshiping? You're worshiping a merciful, loving God that wants us to live holy for him, but we live holy by his grace, not by our effort. Stop beating up on yourself. Anybody still in church with me? Now, it says to the end what? In Romans chapter 4 verse 16. See, to the end, the promise of through your seed shall all the nations of every blessed might be guaranteed to everybody. Not just Jews only, but we who are what? Non-Jews. Can you imagine that God is saying, the way that you get guaranteed is to be related to Abraham. Because Abraham was not tied to the old covenant testament commandments. See what I'm saying? See, see Abraham preceded commandments. You don't find no commandments in, in the book of uh, Genesis where Abraham was? 
Commandment starts from what? Exodus. See, Abraham done gone. It's gone. So commandment starts from what? Exodus. So Abraham already finished. So God says, I gave Abraham the covenant of prosperity. Then I made him your father. So that you can be attached as I pass on that blessing from generation to generation. You can bypass the law. Because I came not to destroy. Okay, okay. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 5 in verse 17. Is it hot here? Or is it just me? Just a little bit. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're all over, man, girl. I'm telling you. That's what I'm feeling right now. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, 517. Can we read that together? What does it say? Think now that I am come to what? Thank you, Father. Destroy the law or the prophets. I'm not coming to destroy the law. Ah. See? In me is the what? Fulfillment of the law. Don't go past me. I'm the law. Jesus said what? I'm the law. Why are people just going to the Old Testament? It's me. Wow. It's me. I am the law. I am the prophet. And I didn't come to destroy the law, but to what? Fulfill it. It's all fulfilled where? In me. All points to me. Jesus points to me. I don't mean me preaching. I mean Jesus points to me. <laughs> Y'all with me so far? This is so fascinating. God makes the job a whole lot easier for me to relate to him in the spirit. Not because there are no trials or tribulations, but because it's relationship based. See, you move from trying to keep the law to relating to your father. Where in the Old Testament did God teach to say, our father, which is in heaven? You show me the scripture in the Old Testament. Where he taught them how to pray. And he said, when you pray, say, our father. It was always the Lord. It was always God ready to kill anybody. But see, in the New Testament, Jesus says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Wow. Thy kingdom come. God has come to indwell us. We don't need a big box anymore in front of us. The tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. He said we are the temples of the Holy Ghost. I've made your body my dwelling place. You don't need a big box in front of you anymore. You just come as you are. I change your life. I transform your life. And I make you a moving church. Wherever you are, you're at church. You're my temple. You're not my temple. That's why you keep it clean because you're my temple. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Now he says, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be what? Guaranteed or sure to what? Romans chapter 4 verse 16, we're still reading. Sure to all the seed, not only those guys who came to Moses and live in Egypt, but also people like us, yeah, who are the what? Who, who have the faith of Abraham. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? So, Father Abraham is our connect. The Bible says in that same scripture that Abraham is who? What's Abraham to us? I can't hear. What's Abraham to us? Tell somebody, Abraham is my father. Say, Abraham is my father. Whatever Abraham had, I have. Because Abraham is my father. He's my father by faith. Yeah, I want you to tell somebody, he's my father by faith. Tell another person, I have his blessing. I'm not poor. I'm blessed. Because Abraham's blessings are mine. I don't need the blessings of the law. I have better than the law. And it's by grace. Through faith. I have it. Because God saves. 
I have it. And because God says I have it, can nobody take it away from me. The devil can't take it from me. Principalities can't take it from me. Can you shout hallelujah somebody? Now give a little big clap offering. Now I want you to watch this. I want you to watch this. The Bible then says, in Romans 10 verse 17, where we were, if you remember, it says what? Faith coming by what? Hearing. And then in Romans chapter 4, where we read also, the Bible says that Abraham believed that which was spoken. As it is written, so shall that seed be. Isn't that awesome? Okay, so we have spoken on both sides. We have Father Abraham believing that which was spoken. And then we have the New Testament telling us that faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by the spoken word of Christ. Notice, the Logos is also there. But I've got to make sure that what? The Logos becomes spoken. Spoken. So when you take the Bible, when you take the word of the Lord, give me one of those Bibles. When you take the word of the Lord, and I'm reading, oh, I'm reading Matthew 15 here. Matthew 15. I need this, by the way. I need this, by the way. Exactly what I needed, Matthew 15. I'm just going to be reading that Matthew 15 right now. Because that's where it was open for me to read. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Okay, I'm going to make one statement. I'm going to go, I'm going to read this right now. Give the Lord a big clap off. And God is wonderful. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now, I want you to watch this. The good thing about faith is that it's not your hard work. It's not your hard work, right? It says what? Faith coming by hearing and hearing by what? The spoken word of Christ. So, the spoken word of Christ has the power to inspire me to have what? Faith. Faith. You see that? Now, that's why it says then that in Hebrews chapter 12, from I think verse 2, it says he is a what? The looking unto Jesus a what? Author and what? Finisher of my faith. Because that faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the spoken word of Christ. Now, so what does that mean? I take that word and I read it until it becomes spoken. You see? See, I have to read it. I have to meditate on it until it becomes what? Spoken. When it becomes spoken, it is mine. Then I just got a verse. I just got a word from the Lord. You go to church. I may preach for the next 15 minutes. But there's one thing God uses to speak to your spirit. And you, you, you get hooked on that. That takes you for the next five years. Shout hallelujah somebody. That's a spoken word to you. You don't need to work hard for that anymore. Anytime you reflect on that, it inspires you. It lifts you up. It encourages you. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel that God has done the miracle. Makes you feel that the miracle has happened. That's the spoken word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the spoken word of Christ. You see how it works? Don't start going around collecting profits all over the place. Are you with me? See, you got to make sure everything is based on the word. I'm telling you. Because see, without the word, we don't have a basis to test every spirit. You with me so far? Now, spoken word of God, right? Okay. But in Hebrews chapter 11... In Hebrews chapter 11, from verse 17. Can we read together? In Hebrews chapter 11, from verse 17. By faith, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Abraham when he was tried, he offered up Isaac. See, see, God tested Abraham. See that? Not to sin, because God don't test to sin. The devil tempts to sin. 
God tests to prove us, to promote us, to bless us. Can you shout amen somebody? Amen. So when you go through a tribulation, promotion just came to you. Yes. It may be painful, it may be bitter, but you just got a test to be promoted. You move from one grade to another grade in school after your tests. God also has got his own curriculum and curricula and curriculums and he tests us. When he tests us, he's moving us from one grade level to another grade level. Guess what? He wants us to have a good GPA so we can get to the next level. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? That's why James said, count it all joy when you fall. Not if you fall. Count it all joy when you fall. So there's falling time for everybody. Hallelujah. So I pointed out to men, every one of us, we have to carry that cross. Carry your cross, carry my, carry my cross, everybody carry their cross. You know, don't carry too many crosses, just one at a time, your cross. Some of you be carrying too many crosses, man, too many crosses. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Praise the Lord. All right, so, so um, what was that scripture? Uh, Romans, Hebrews chapter 11, 17. Can we read that, 17? What does it say? By faith, what happened? Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. He did receive the promise, offered up the only son that he had for which God gave him a promise. Incredible. How can you give up what God gave you? The only thing you got. And meanwhile, you waited how many years for that promise? And that same God said, yeah, give me, 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 give me. What? Are you kidding me? Give me what? I just got it. I've been waiting 25 years. Give you what? I bind the devil. I bind. Satan, I bind you. I bind you from the rising of a sun to the going down. I bind you, Satan. See? Who are binding the devil? Father Abraham received word. The only begotten son of promise that I gave you, Isaac. I need him back, and I need him ASAP. I need him now. What you going to do? What happens to the promises? Father of many nations, see that, 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 that. You say, I'm going to bless everybody. Wherever I go, whoever touches me is blessed. Whoever, that, that, that is cursed. All that good stuff. So what am I going to do? How did Abraham do this? He did not have a church to go to, no synagogue to go to, no prophets at the time to go tell prophet hey, Abraham, hey, there's a prophet coming from Nineveh. Just oh, hallelujah, prophet Steve is coming. No prophets, man. He and God. Next verse. Hebrews chapter eleven. Yeah. Yes. Okay, everybody say accounting. accounting. I can't hear you say accounting. accounting. What verse? Verse 19, the opening portion of verse 19 says what? Accounting. Everybody say accounting. accounting. That statement there is about to change your life. If you say loud enough, it will change you. Accounting. accounting. I can't hear you say accounting. accounting. Now, in the Greek Bible it says, Abraham conceived. And how did he do it this time? He considered logically. He sat down. He logically, using the word, processed everything in his inside and came to one conclusion only. That God Almighty can raise Isaac from the dead. Hallelujah. I said, God can raise your situation from the dead. Those dry bones, they shall rise again. It may look like you're losing it. Sometimes it looks as if you're losing everything, as if you're on a losing spree, but the spring time and blessing time and harvest time is coming. You're not going to lose everything. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? God is about to replenish. God is about to restore. God is about to restitute. God is about to Bless your back, full measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It is a test for a testimony. Out of that test is going to come money. When you have a testimony, you have money from a test. 
See, you didn't hear me there. Let me say, let me spell it for you. T E S T I M O N E Y. Did you hear that? Testy what? Money. Your, your, your testimony becomes a what? Testimony. Can you shout hallelujah somebody? When you go through the next test, you say, Father, thank you so much because you're about to bless me with a testimony. Give a lot of big clap offering. Hallelujah. That just came. I'm, I'm telling you, I just saw testimony. I just saw it now. Like, a, a quick vision flat. Testimony. I said, wow. I preached this over 30 years and never saw testimony. Now I find out what it means. God's about to bless you. All this test that you've been going through, from, 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 from I mean, you, you, you just, some of you have been through worse things than Job. See what I'm saying? Actually, some of you have been like Jobess. You know, Job is a male, Jobess is a female. Been through so much. But in all of this, God says, after I'm done all that, you have your what? Testy. Tell somebody I got a testy. Yeah, yeah, money. Tell somebody I got a testy. Praise the Lord. Now, the Bible says in the Greek Bible, that is, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 19, that Abraham logically. See, God is not afraid that you logically use the word that is. Use the word of God to do what? Logically reason something. Okay? Don't reason it just by your emotions. In Romans chapter 4, the Bible says he conceded that's his feelings. Okay? In Romans chapter 4, but notice he had both spoken word and then he what? Conceded. He looked at his body. He was physically, the Bible says, necrosed. He was dead. No, no blood supply. It was avascular, meaning there was no blood supply. Okay? It was gone. It could not give birth. It could not produce children. Both he and his wife. The deadness of Sarah's womb was a physical reality. So David, uh, Abraham said, I am dealing with reality. But the reality that I have does not negate the other reality that I have. So there are two what? realities. Okay. One re reality number one, my mind, my feelings, my thoughts, my imaginations. That's the most natural reality. See, we relate to this door. We relate to problems by what? By our feeling. I can touch and I'm trying to open this door. It's tactile. We respond by feeling to the environment, to our community, to anybody by what? Feelings. So your feelings tend to come first. You see? Now, but the Bible then says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, it said, do what? Casting down what? Imaginations. Oh my goodness. Casting down imaginations. Why well, does imaginations keep coming? I mean, you lay down there, I mean, your thoughts just keep running you crazy sometimes. I mean, you think about this, you think about that, you think about that. Oh man, God, this world is about to collapse. Oh, how am I going to escape this one? See, these are all your feelings. See, your mind is gotten up, wound up, rattled. Your mind is just all over the place. See, that's you. That's a natural mindset. So Abraham shows us that there are two ways to approach problems. Now, you can deal with it at that mind level for your feelings, natural mind level. The Bible uses another name for it because it's suke. You can deal with that problem as a sukite. Sukite. Somebody with a suke is a sukite. It's in my Stevepedia. Sukite. Now you can deal with that problem just by your feelings. And I'm telling you, you will be run down at night. You can't sleep. You're having insomnia and all that because you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to figure it out. But God says, I want you to cast down that kind of thinking. I don't want you to think that way. What? How am I supposed to do it? Why did you give me the mind? 
I gave you the mind so that I can teach you how to use it. To reason with the word of God logically and take control of that natural reasoning. That's what Father Abraham did. Father Abraham in Hebrews chapter 11. From verse 17 to verse 19. Showed us. He used the logos. Used the logos that means to speak to. To talk. To speak. He used the logos to do what? Dominate his mind. Took the word and reasoned it with the word. God is able to raise him from the dead. You, you, you see that reasoning? The other reasoning is my body is dead. If I go with my body is dead, no miracle is going to happen. But I want you to see how Abraham reasoned with the word and took control over the deadness of his body and operated that as a lifestyle so that even when it was time to give Isaac up, he was not worried. The Bible says he already received Isaac alive in a vision. See, Isaac was not alive yet. But he saw Isaac dead and alive. He saw Isaac dead and alive. So he was not afraid to offer him. So when Isaac said, Dad, behold the... Huh? Behold the what? Be, be, behold the wood and the fire. But where is the lamb? He said, the Lord shall provide for himself a lamb. God's going to provide... God's going to pray. Look, son, don't worry about it. When we get there, we'll cross that bridge. Don't worry about it. Can you tell somebody, when we get there, I'll cross that bridge. Say like you believe. When we get there, I'll cross that bridge in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. But then, Abraham saw the dead Isaac raised already from the dead in a vision. So, the reality of his body was there. The reality of things around him was there. He never walked in delusion. He says, in spite of this reality, I am not controlled by my mind. The Bible says I should cast it down, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I need to cast it down so that I can receive from God the word that is going to help me logically walk through that situation and have that situation, that type of reasoning, control my feelings. Abraham did that. So can I and so can you. Because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Are you still with me today? If you're with me, shout praise the Lord. If you're with me, shout hallelujah. Amen. Now, in Hebrews then chapter 11, as we close this chapter, uh, this teaching series on how faith works. Hebrews chapter 11, our uh, famous scripture, if we go back there. Are you there with me? Hebrews chapter 11, let's read verse 1 again. Ah, let's read verse 3 first. Thank you, Lord. Verse 3 first. Verse 3. Through faith we what? Okay. Do you see that? Through faith what? Faith gives you understanding in your mind realm. Faith helps your mind to understand. Faith helps your feelings to understand. Faith helps your, your, your thinking to understand such that your thinking lines up with the word. Isn't that awesome? So anytime you're torn between too many pieces, you know that faith hasn't come in yet. Because when faith knocks at that door and comes in and it kicks in and you get a word from the Lord, believe me, nobody. That woman said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. I, I just need to touch the hem of his garment. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be okay. You see that? That's receiving a word from the Lord. Why are you so quiet looking at me like that? Amen? Now, I want you to also see as we read Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. I also want you to see in a definition of the word logos that the word logos has two parts. Okay, logos is a written word of God. Rhema is a spoken word of God. Okay, Romans 10, 17, we're dealing with rhema. Okay, faith coming by hearing, da-da-da-da, spoken word. Okay, now, the logos is a written word which originated from speaking. So I have to speak the word in order to get a revelation or a spoken word. Does that make sense? If it makes sense to you, shout praise the Lord. 
Now, in that, in that, um, in that Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, he says that faith gives me understanding. And I like to say that understanding does not understand. So you have a new understanding. So you're able to say like Elisha, they that are with us are more than they that are with them. Because you're seeing something different. You're able to say with Elijah, you say, go seven times. I see a small cloud. He said, okay, that's all I need. That cloud is evidence there's going to be a, sign, a sound of what? Abundance of rain. Plenty of rain is coming just from a little fish-sized cloud. Because you can see something different. Faith makes you see something different. Faith makes you see healing. Faith makes you see prosperity. Faith makes you see deliverance. Faith makes you see favor. Faith makes you see divine open doors. I'm telling you, faith makes you to see what other people can see. And you're not pretending. You're not acting up. It's not a facade. It's not just an illusion. Faith, true faith, makes you to see what people can never see. And they can be in the same situation, but they can't see what you see. Now, don't go drown what you see because of people around you can't see what you see. See, if your friends can't see, it don't mean it's not real. You see, faith is not a classmate. It's not a cluster of people. Get your own faith like Caleb and Joshua. Go get your miracle. Amen. See, 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 Caleb was of a different spirit. He was of a different spirit. He believed. He said, we can. Yes, we can. We are well able. We can to overcome. We're dealing with all these enemies. We can, we can, we can. And God says, everybody who said, I can't, I'm killing them right here. They're not going to the promised land. I'm killing all of them. I'm making sure almost two million of them, I'm going to kill them. What did they do? They, made, they said they were grasshoppers. How did that create you to become a grasshopper? Lord, you know I can because this thing is too big. Grasshopper mindset. Lord, you know how is this going to happen? Shut up, grasshopper. See that, that uh, telephone company they call grasshopper. Is it cricket? It's the same family. That's why I don't sign up with crickets. I don't want them to make me not believe God. Cricket, cricket phone lines. It's screaming, cricket. You shall praise Lord somebody. Start with a big size company because see that cricket thing can make you have a cricket mindset. Grasshopper mindset. Okay, you all kept quiet. Maybe some, some cricket disciples here today. So, so I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Keep your phone now. Keep, forget what I said. Forget what I said. Keep your phone. Hallelujah. Keep your phone. Praise the Lord. Okay, I want you to watch this. Thank you, Father. Watch this. Logos has two parts. Everybody say Logos has two parts. Reasoning and word. So reasoning expressed in words is Logos. Reasoning expressed in what? Words is what? Logos. Okay? So, when God gives me Logos, it implies I have what? Reasoning. I have reasoning. I need to just find it. I have reasoning. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. From verse 8. Matthew 8. Let's see how it works. Are we there together? Can we read that scripture together? St. June answered and said, I'm not worthy. Don't come to my house. Don't come to my house. But do what? Speak the word only. My servant. You see? Just give me the word. Just speak the word, right? Speak the word is what? Rhema, right? Speak the word. It's rhema. Faith coming by hearing. Hearing by what? Spoken word. So speak the word only. Speak it. Speak it. Jesus speak it. And my servant who is at home will be healed. See? Now, watch the reasoning. What does it say next? For I'm a man under authority. And I say to, right? Go ahead. Soldiers under me. I say to this, go. He goes. To another, come. And he goes. Stop right there. Do you see the reasoning? 
Oh, can you see the reasoning? Oh, you, just, you just left church. Some people just went home. You just left church. Left me here in church. You see, he has the reasoning behind the word already. Helping him to understand the word. Like it works for me as a military guy. So, and I know about commands and how they work. And I know my subordinates take orders from me regardless as to my size. It is my epaulette, my rank on the epaulette that determines how they respond. I know how that works. Who tied that reasoning to the word? The word comes with what? Reasoning so that your reasoning can be tied to that word of faith and your reasoning does not help you to doubt God, but helps you to believe God. Amen. Does that make sense? I say, does that make sense? Amen. Let's take one more example. Matthew chapter 15, for which I got this Bible in the first place. Matthew chapter 15, back to this Bible now. Look with me at verse 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of an adulterer, son of David, a murderer. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And the disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth. This, man, this lady is too noisy. Man, she's all over the place. 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lordship of the house of Israel. Oh my goodness. You're excluded, woman. You're not part of this deal. Then came she and worshipped, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered, again, it is not good to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Actually, you're a dog. Whoa. And she said, oh, yeah, Lord. I'm not about to quit because I'm being called a dog. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a miracle time, y'all. Can you shout praise the Lord? I don't care what name you call me, Jesus. You might call me dog, but I'm ready for my miracle. All I care is my miracle. He said, yeah, Lord. Even what? The dogs do what? Eat of the crumbs which fall. From their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto Oh woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. See that? She reasoned the word. Come now, Isaiah 1, 18 and 19. Let's reason together. Come, I know the thoughts that I have concerning you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Thoughts of good, not of evil, to bring you an expected end. There are great things about to happen to you. There are great things about to move in your life. The best has not happened to you yet. God is about to change everything around you. God is about to change your destiny, your situation. Great and mighty things about to happen to you. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Wow. This woman came face to face with rejection. I'm talking about rejection of the first order. I mean, when God rejects you, who else is left? You're a dog. I can't even include you. I didn't come for you. I don't even know what you're doing here. I didn't come for you. I came only for the lordship of the house of Israel. Are you a Jew? No, you're not. So you're excluded. And the woman said, no, not about to quit. Mm-mm. I don't care. I'm not about, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, I'm staying, I'm standing here. I, I've got to have a miracle today. Tell somebody, I've got to have a miracle today. <laughs> Say like you believe it, I've got to have a miracle today. Yes. Hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, I've got to have a miracle today. Right now, right here. Right here, right now. Hallelujah. Got to have a miracle today. Mandelebehose prendelebehasa. Glory to God Almighty. Are you been blessed so far? You see how faith works? Faith is not sweating on the on your bicycle in the gym. 
That's not faith. Faith is not all that. Let me give you one more example. In Acts of Apostles chapter 9. Acts of Apostles chapter 9. You remember this, what this scripture is about? The zealot who was going everywhere killing believers and hurting Christians. Right? His name was Saul. Saul first and then Paul after the conversion. Okay? Now, I want you to see in that scripture, verse number 4. Can we read it together? Verse 5. Okay, 4 first. Let's say 4. What does 4 say? He fell to the ground. The power of God hit him. He fell to the ground. Oh, people talk about, oh, why did people fall? That's it there. He fell to the ground. The power of God hit him. He fell. That's getting slain, falling under the anointing. Okay, so he fell to the ground because of the power of God. Yes, uh-huh. The voice said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Yeah. He said, uh huh. With our Lord. The Lord said, uh huh. Oh, oh. He didn't say, I'm God. He said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Stop right there. This guy was hurting believers, hurting and persecuting Christians. And Jesus took up for them and said, guess what? It's me. It's me you've been attacking all this time. I want you to think about this. When you hurt believers in the church, you're attacking who? Jesus. Yes, sir. That's why he said it's better for a millstone to be tied to their necks. And they be thrown to the seed and to cause one of these little ones to hurt, to be offended. So that's the reason then the Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Can we look at it together? Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Amen. Since today is our last day for how faith works, we need to cap it with this one or two scriptures. Can we read verse 6 together? For in Jesus Christ... Neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but what? Faith that, that worketh through by love. Did you see that? He says, faith that what? Worketh through love. Thank you for that. Faith that worketh through love. So, don't you ever say, yeah, I am so gifted, I'm a man of faith. I just don't like church people. You can't be talking about faith when you can't greet somebody and say hello and love them. There's no such thing as faith. I mean, Paul is saying the book of Galatians, one of the biggest expository books on faith. And he says, look, if you talk faith, you must talk love. No, 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 wrong statement. You talk faith, you must live love. Talk faith, live love. You have faith, show me the love. Does that make sense? I need to see the law before I see the faith. Same thing it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Don't be talking about this big jingoism. Talk about this big grammar. The Lord came. The Lord came yesterday standing on the roof. I was telling one lady this week. I said, look, all this, the Lord, the Lord. People are not going to believe you. So please quit all that. <laughs> Too much the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Come on, just let's go to the Bible first. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Are you the only one on the planet? God talking to you all the time, man. I'm a prophet, but I'm telling you, it's not the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. See all the the Lord told me, the Lord did. The Lord said I should sit down, the Lord said I should stand up. The Lord said I should eat, the Lord said I should not eat. The Lord said, the Lord did that. Lordy, 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 Lordy. And God is like, man, who are you talking about? You talking about me? Because God is like, I didn't say that. Let me tell you something. The more you walk by faith, the more you love people. Can I tell you another thing? Yeah. If you have so much faith you can't love, then you have so much hate you can't love. How did that come? If you have so much faith you can't love then you have so much hate you can't love 
if you have so much hate, no, if you have so much faith, you can love, then it means you have so much hate, you can love. And therefore, you have so much hate, you don't have faith. You want me to say one more time? Say one more time. Okay. If you have so much faith, you don't have love. That means you have so much hate, you don't have love. And which means you have so much hate, you don't have faith. Does that work? Amen. Does that work? Shout him in somebody. Don't you ever tell me Jesus came yesterday, but you hate me. How can? I mean, oh, yesterday, oh, you went transfiguration. You're a man of uh, Mount Moriah. You're Mount Moriah. But then on Sunday morning, you're so mad at everybody. You're just mad. You're just, mm, you don't talk to nobody. What do you think? What do you think you are? This, this, what do you think you are talking to me anyhow? You came from Mount Moriah. No, it's not Mount Moriah. It's Mount Madness. So mad, it takes sixty-four muscles to do it: to frown, and eight to smile. Why do you smile? Love people, love his children, because God is love. Let me make it a little worse this morning, because that's what I came to do. Make it a little worse this morning to say to you that there are different kinds of love. There is agape, there is eros, there is filial love, like Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love. Adelphos is brother. Philia is love. Filial love. Friendship love is filial love. Eros is romantic love. Agape is a God kind of love. Stergos, Stergos is family love. Love because somebody is your kitten kin. Stergos. Now. Consistently in the scriptures, when I look, when God is saying, love your neighbor as yourself, as in John chapter 13, verse 35, that means you got to love me the way you love yourself. If you like salmon for yourself, that means give me salmon. <laughs> that, does that make sense to you? <laughs> if you like air conditioning for yourself, make sure I'm in air conditioning. Hey, talk to me somebody. If you like good shoes for yourself, make sure men of God get good shoes. You see? I'm seeing all this because pastor's appreciation coming very soon. In case you forgot. It's October. October, the last Sunday. Don't forget. I hope they'll cut this portion out of the tape. But anyway. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But I want you to see this. Look. The cheapest thing in the church is love. See? The church is quiet. You know why the church is so quiet? Yeah. Amen? How can Jesus die for somebody and in your mind you lock them up in a prison? You classified people. You see, discrimination, right? You classified people. These are not my type of people. You greet some, you don't greet some. The Bible says... Sometimes I'm looking at people, I'm saying, Lord, they just came to church. What's making them mad? Why? You just came to worship God. You're so mad already. Come on now. Love somebody. I say, love everybody. Treat people the way you like to be treated. Can you shout amen, somebody? It's very 
inexpensive. It's God's nature because the Bible says God is. It doesn't say God has love. It doesn't say God has love. God equals love. God is love. Can you shout him in somebody? The Bible says, if you can love your brother whom you see, how can you love God whom you do not see? And it says, if you don't have love, your faith cannot work. Apostle, I'm trying. I, I think my faith is working. I got faith to move mountains. No, show me the love first. Say, show me the love. Give me the number of people you don't want to see in your life. Show me how many people are coming through the church. They come one way and you're walking past the other way. You see them, you just, you go faster. Go faster. You're so busy. What? Why are you so busy? You see me, you get busy. What's the business about? I thought it should be about love. I told some leaders some years ago, I said, you're the biggest problems in the church. Two of them. One, a Baptist leader that led over 15, 2,000 churches. The other big preacher in town. They said they wanted me to meet for us to talk about why there's no mix between blacks and whites and other races in the church. And we sat down and I said, I'm tell you, let me tell you why. I said, why is because you guys think that you got to take the lead all the time. If you're not leading, God ain't in it. But hey, let me tell you something. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He's the God of Steve. Steve. Look at my color. He's the God of what? Steve. This color is black. The meeting was to be 30 minutes. It went two and a half hours. Because I won't let them go. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, when God says you're an apostle, he's supposed to fix something. So you don't let them go like that. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? Until it led to pastors washing each other's feet and asking for forgiveness. Asking sure for forgiveness for all the years of discriminating in the church. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love God with all your heart. Okay, let's close out. Matthew 12, 37. Matthew 12. Are we there together? 37. What does this say? By thy words, it shall be good. By thy words, it shall be justified. By thy words, it shall be condemned. Look at verse 34. Verse 34. Yes. Out of the abundance of what? The heart. Read that again one more time. says what you have in your inside is what you're cursing people with. The reason you're able to curse people so much is because you got plenty of what? Curse inside. <laughs> Are you with me? See, you can't, you can't speak curse if you don't have it. You say the reason you're able to curse everybody out and all that stuff because you got plenty of it. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? Speaks. Right? That's why it says to so work jealously over your heart, for out of it are the issues of life. We read that the other scriptures. So we're not going back there today. But you see, so, so I've got to watch and be careful what I have on my inside. Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Mm -hmm. What does it say? 37? 38. Uh -huh. 37, 38. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Second is like unto the first. Uh huh. Love your neighbor. He didn't say love your church members yourself. Your neighbor. You see, the neighbor that lives next door. So, so it's even worse in the church. That means you got to embrace people in the church, even. You see, that's even worse. Love your neighbor, somebody you don't know. A man was going on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho. 
and he fell amongst thieves, right? And who passed by first? The priest passed by, didn't do nothing. The Levite, who was supposed to be servant in a, in a synagogue, passed by, did nothing. He took an enemy from Samaria, the good Samaritan, to take care of this guy, based on debts, and then take a credit line or line of credit on behalf of the guy. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? So faith gets energized by love. God says, don't talk about faith if you're not going to deal with the matter of love and because you have refused to forgive people who have offended you for years. If we'll all search this morning, there's somebody inside of you that you're finding it hard to forgive. So hard to forgive. And God says, will you let go today so I can do a miracle? That's not important. So that you can love them, so that your faith will get energized. Give a lot of big clap off and let's stand to our feet.